This is episode 13 or episode 7 of season 2 of the Speech with Alex Tricolo podcast. I am your host Alex Tricolo and I am a speechy and mum of three kids. I am super passionate about bringing speech pathology information that is accessible, easy to understand and free for parents around Australia. This episode is part of a mini-series on this podcast. This is episode three of that mini-series and it's in celebration of Speech Pathology Week, which is happening this week in Australia. We want to build awareness of the speech pathology profession and really advocate for our kids to receive speech therapy services in a really timely manner around Australia. This episode is going to be about funding in Australia. So I hope that if you are interested in this and you're not sure about what funding is available to you, this is the episode for you to listen to. Let's take a listen. There is no doubt about it, speech pathology is expensive. But I want to talk to you about a few things regarding private speechy pricing and funding that you might be able to access. So here in Australia, for many states, there are public free services. In each state, it differs at which age um, you can access these services and at what age it stops being offered. So it's worth talking to your GP or child health nurse for more information or searching your local government's health website for what might be available to you for free. There are also private speech pathologists around Australia and it costs a fee to be able to attend these services. There are of course costs to run business in for a speech pathologist who is running privately and costs can differ based on a speech pathologist's experience, a bit like a hairdresser where you might pay more for the senior hairstylist. There are different fees for assessment, therapy, reports, meetings, telehealth, letters, materials, non-attendance at sessions and additional costs for travel. Let's take a look at a 45-minute session at perhaps around $120. Of course, what we see as a parent is the active therapy with our child of 45 minutes. Your therapist might actually stop the session after about 40 minutes and spend five minutes talking to you about home practice, how the session went, goal setting, etc. That needs to be included within your session. Your speechy has definitely spent time planning for the session, which can take anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes. Your speechy then also spends time recording notes either within the session or after the session. It differs from speechy to speechy. They may also make a phone call to a teacher or a daycare worker or someone significant related to your child's development. And they've also spent time preparing for the session and preparing materials. Sometimes that can involve a lot of time, um, but let's say 15 minutes for the session. Okay, so that adds up to 105 minutes. So you've paid for a 45 minute session, but your therapist has spent approximately 105 minutes. So let's look at that. That's $1.14 per minute, which is $68.40 per hour. Not to mention, there's also potential time spent by admin staff for billing, funding, sources, NDIS and phone calls, etc. 
And then our private speeches need to take into consideration things like utilities, accounting, subscriptions, which are very expensive for us to keep up with the research, continuing professional development, which is an essential component of being a speech pathologist. We need to complete a certain number of hours of continuing our professional education on a variety of topics related to our cases per year. We need to pay for our membership and registration to Speech Pathology Australia and other professional bodies. We need to purchase resources. Some of those assessment tools can cost um, upwards of $2,000. And we need to pay tax. We need to be updating our websites and doing our social media, which is sometimes managed externally. And we need to consider if we are employing staff and everything that goes with that, with holidays, annual leave, sick leave, etc. So... This is why our speech pathology services are the prices they are because so much goes into it and a lot of this is non-negotiable and really not optional for our speeches. Let's take a look at funding and rebates that might be available to you. If you have private health, it's worth calling your individual fund to ask if you are entitled for both assessment and intervention. Do ask for both and ask what your limits are and if you have a waiting period and excess. Note that you can't claim Medicare and private health on a service at the same time. There is a Medicare item that you can access. Not everybody can access this, but many can. And it's a Medicare item for complex and chronic conditions. This has always sounded really scary for parents and I spend a lot of time with parents explaining uh, really what it means. Your child technically has complex care needs if they need ongoing care from a multidisciplinary team. What that means is they might need speech, they might also need to go and see an audiologist for, for a hearing assessment or an ENT, they might need to see an ENT, uh, sorry, an OT or a physio. Uh, or a dietitian. there's lots of different people that could be on their team. So as soon as you need more than one, then you are considered to have a complex condition um, and it's considered chronic if it's been occurring for a period of time. Uh, so it's ongoing. The GP will prepare a management plan and team care arrangement and makes a referral to speech pathology using a CDM referral form. And the speech pathologist that they are referring to must be reg registered with Medicare. You can go to your GP with the speechy in mind that you will be seeing and they can refer directly to that speechy. The GP nom nominates a number of speech sessions up to five per calendar year, five per client, not per, not per profession and unused sessions in that calendar year don't roll over. But an additional five can be accessed in the next calendar year, so that's January to December, whilst the referral is valid. So if you get a referral in August, you can use five before December or however many your uh, GP has allocated to speech in that calendar year. And then once January hits, you can do another five or another of the number that your GP has allocated. And then once August comes around again, you would need a new referral and a new team care arrangement um, put in place. 
there is quite a bit of reporting that the speech pathologist has to do back to your GP. So keep in mind that this places extra time on your speechy to be writing letters to your GP. The rebate for this is $53.80 per session and speech pathologists rarely bulk bill. So you would have to pay the full amount and then go and get your rebate. The other Medicare item that is available is related to this one, but it's a follow-up allied health service for people of Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander yeah. descent. And that gives them an, you an additional five if you fall into that category. There is also the NDIS in Australia. This is, a, this is an Australia-wide funding scheme. It has very strict criteria and for speech in particular is quite difficult if you, speech is your only difficulty. This is probably a whole other episode worth of info and I have one planned in the works with someone who knows a lot about NDIS more than I do uh, so that I can bring you the accurate up-to-date information. If your child has autism and is um, under the age of four or you are thinking that potentially your child is neurodivergent and potentially autistic, there are amazing Play Connect playgroups, which are playgroups which are free um, with just a membership to Playgroups WA. And these can be accessed before you have a diagnosis. So keep those in mind if that is something that interests you. So that is all I have for you about funding in Australia. If you are a speech pathologist or a, another health profession who knows of more, further funding that parents can access, please do let me know and I will add to this episode as we go. I can add to this episode after I have published it. So please let me know if you do have further information that is really going to benefit families around Australia. Next episode is about how do I find a speech pathologist in Australia, which I know a lot of you will have that question. So stay tuned for the fourth episode in this little mini series in celebration of Speech Pathology Week. And please do share with your family and friends so that we can raise awareness about speech pathology in Australia.